What's up, everyone? This is Press X Star Podcast Season 6, Episode 3. Press X Star Podcast is an audio and video podcast seeking to transform the video game media landscape through an underserved and protected point of view. I am your host, DJ, a.k.a. Sexy Bad Choices, a.k.a. Mando's B, B, DB, which is Mando's Big Black Dark Blade. Good I did there. <laughs> God. I'm your heavyweight champion from Wish Nigga War, California, <laughs> aka the janitor because we watch niggas, aka Bando Calrissian. Oh, oh snaps. Marcus Ellison. I am Sean MF Ross. What the MF stand for? Hey, what's all this chocolate on your face? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Real ones, no. <laughs> Chocolate. This is doo-doo, baby. <laughs> I, I came back to this show to talk about video games. <laughs> You're on the wrong show, motherfucker. Oh I'm Avery. Gosh. I'm Avery. Nailed it. All right. That is us, and we have plenty of 500 points to Avery on his SAT score. Go ahead. <laughs> SAT. Ooh. Showing your age, Sean. Huh? <laughs> Wait, they don't do the SAT no more. I have no idea. I'm also old. I don't know. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Talking about a set. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so for this podcast, the things we will be talking about. Will Elden Ring be too difficult for the new players? Maybe. Uh, is Call of Duty actually coming to PlayStation? I hope so. And Ubisoft exec explains what we don't get as gamers slash players because obviously he's smart and we're not so uh we're gonna jump into instead of what we've been playing we're gonna actually change the formula a little bit and we're gonna jump into the quick hits after that we're gonna be talking about what we've been playing okay so it is time for the quick hits All right, number one, this comes from PlayStation Blog. PlayStation Plus games for February. We got EA Sports UFC 4, Planet Coaster Console Edition, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep, a Wonderland's one-shot adventure. That's a long-ass title. Um, this is cool. I'm actually looking forward to the EA Sports UFC 4. Um, I think this was a UFC game that I saw, and I was just like, ooh, this actually looks pretty cool. But of course, it was a full price game. And I was like, ah, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to do all that. But now that it's coming to PS Plus, I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going to try this out. This is another PS Plus in which I'm sitting here going, oh, I have this game. So whatever. I'm just, I'm just accepting that I'm part of the Janet Garcia school of PS Plus in which mm. I don't care. I'll accept the game. But I'll accept the game. <laughs> what about uh, Marcus? UFC, a.k.a. the set of games that have the best black hairstyles in all of video gaming. Oh, UFC. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. But yeah, I'll download it. Yeah. Sean, are you interested in any of these games? Mm-mm. No. Sean's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want no part of it. I mean, I'm anti-Planet Coaster. Apparently, that's pretty fun. Okay. Actually, yeah, I might, I might give Planet Coaster a shot. All right. What'd you say, Marcus? I was going to say, Sean downloads everything, and he said that he doesn't want UFC 4. They need to just go ahead and bring back Fight Night. 
I mean, this is kind of fight night. Just do, uh, just don't do any, uh, the, the takedowns or, or ground stuff. But fight night is boxing. What? You can box the UFC. You're going to lose, but you can box. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you grabbing my leg? That's illegal. <laughs> right? Do you not understand the rules of this game? <laughs> Shut your ass up, submission. <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh number two this comes from ign's joe scrabbles avery that's a made-up name right yeah it's a made-up name <laughs> i mean aren't all names made up after we got off of ellis island after ellis <laughs> we didn't go to ellis island y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no marcus you didn't go to ellis island <laughs> Oh, oh, I just realized what's happening here. I am surrounded. <laughs> Marcus, they're just jealous that they're not the sons of Superman. Marcus, son of Al. Did you just say you're so brounded? I did. Yeah, we can tell. I did. The darkest one here. <laughs> you're so brounded. Go ahead, anyway. There's so much happening right now. Goddamn Jamaicans. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> All right. So, Elden Ring has been designed to reduce player stress without reducing enemy difficulty. Um, yes, I said enemy kind of weird. That was strange. So speaking during Tapai game show, producer yes, mm, Yasuhiro mm-hmm. Kaito? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That's good. Kataio? Whatever. He ain't listening, man. You got it right the first time. Oh, did I? Okay, good, good, good. Just forget that second time. Uh, repeatedly. Oh, wait, no, you did have it wrong. My bad. Just keep moving on. Okay. Well, we'll pretend I got it right. Cool. Explain how elements of the game has been tool to reduce player stress in effect making the game difficult in the right places but gentler in how you reach them uh so, so elden ring is sticking the right places <laughs> hmm. 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 Uh, they should they should market that that's a that's a solid uh, catchphrase we need to cut so you're telling <laughs> anyway. me that elden ring is the Megan the Stallion of the Dark Souls universe. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> body, 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 body. We'll have an extensive review. <laughs> review? You plan on finishing the game? We're going to have impressions, nigga. We ain't. <laughs> Maybe Avery will finish it. I might. Maybe. I mean, I, I plan on playing that game to completion. We'll see what completion means when I get there, but to completion. <laughs> I'm going to get one trophy, and it's going to be for playing a game with four people, and that is it. <laughs> you're, Marcus, you're going to be lucky if that's a trophy. You're exactly. going to be lucky if that's a trophy. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, it seems Elden Ring's enemies and bosses will be as tough as you'd hope slash fear from a new game from the Dark Souls developer. But Kitao, Kitao, yeah, Kitao, made clear that a number of changes have been made to how you get to them. Basically, he was talking about the ability to summon and to ride your horse that you have. Essentially, those things on top of the fast travel system will allow players a little bit more freedom in terms of getting around the world, escaping like you know encounters that they might not be comfortable or strong enough to face. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Um, it's one of those things where this is like my first Dark Souls game. So it's, I mean, you know, we've had a bunch of videos of showing how these systems work and it seems pretty straightforward, but we never know until we actually play the game. So I'm really like one, 
as I guess the resident souls expert on this on this podcast, mm-hmm. my reading of this without them going into exact details is that because it's an open world game and you can take things from any direction that you're not being guided down encounters where you have to face things. It's much more easier for you to avoid enemies than having to take them on. My general hope though, however, is that this game still maintains its risk reward system of souls in which we have tailored a section of this game that you need to progress through mm-hmm. and get to the next bonfire to complete. Okay. Yeah, I um well what I was saying before, because I'm not sure if the recording caught it or if I dropped that on that as well, but I was saying that um essentially the game's abilities, which would be to summon um helper spirits to like help you fight people and then also to you know summon and ride your horse, which allows you a bit more freedom around the open world. Um but yeah, like I, I think in terms of the challenge that you're referring to, Avery, I think that's going to be the like dungeon areas and not the I forget. I forget the terminology they use for the game, but not like the the specially craft dungeon that you're going to be in for a while. But like the the shorter form, like dungeon areas that yeah. you go down. Fight Is this going to be their equivalent with. of Breath of the Wild to the uh, Soul series? I, I wonder. I, I, I would imagine. I I would probably. I mean, everyone uses Breath of the Wild when they talk about doing a new open world. But I don't even mean, mean like that. open world. I just mean a reimagining of the Souls franchise, and it brings I, in a lot more people. I think that's the hope. I don't like I you're don't saying know. that they don't have bigger dungeons, but smaller. I'm gonna call them shrines. If yeah. that's the well, case, that would suck. No, 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 no. They they do have bigger dungeons. They do have bigger dungeons, but I'm referring to the smaller, I guess, as Sean said, like shrine-like dungeons. I, I don't remember the terminology they use for the bigger dungeons, but like, because I actually watched a bit of the um that game show that they were actually talking about right now. And like, they did show a scene where they were in the open world. They went to a smaller dungeon where they, they walked into this like temple area. They went down to the bottom floor and they were fighting some people. And then they also cut to another longer form dungeon where the the player character was doing some stealthing, was fighting some people from like Range with the Bow and doing a bunch of other stuff like in the dungeon. So it seems like they're going to have something of a balance between like the classic Dark Souls um, corridor gameplay stuff. If this game keeps to its RPG roots, mm-hmm. there is no reason to go stealth in this game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, um, during that show, the interviewer was uh, commenting how like, oh, it seems that like you can actually be proficient with the bow. I guess apparently you don't really focus on the bow too much in Dark Souls. Oh, well, bad people don't use the bow in Dark Souls. Oh. <laughs> I would say that. Dark, okay. like, like the bow is one of the most useful items in Dark Souls. It's one of those things that like if you're trying to. If you're trying to do a run, you get the bow and you'll be able to do so much shit early on with it because the enemy AI is just not designed well to deal with long range attacks and it's super mm-hmm. easy to kite people into safe 1v1 encounters if you just uh, strike them from a distance with a bow. Yeah, okay, okay, that makes sense. That being said, the bow controls suck. So that, uh, hopefully that's good. Yeah, okay. Uh, Marcus, you're you're also gonna delve into the world of Dark Souls with us, or Dark Souls with Elden Ring with us, right? Yeah. You know, 
I'm just here so I don't get fined. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are correct, actually. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, in all seriousness, this is not my cup of tea, but it's also a big release and it's multiplayer and we haven't had one of those type of games where all of us could kind of jump in and fuck around in a while. So, you know, why not? Especially because Sean's getting it for me. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I love you, Sean. Nah, nigga, hold on, hold on. Because I said Big you wanted to buy another game last time. You ain't buy the shit. So... <laughs> <laughs> Marcus bought himself a Philly steak and cheese. <laughs> um, I would turn off my camera, but it, it'll mess up the. Uh... God, what game was that? I don't even remember at this point. I don't either. You suck. <laughs> that food on. was good, though. <laughs> I got these Jordans. Right, um... <laughs> I hope the steak meat was dropped on the floor before they delivered it to you. <laughs> Okay. Oh. All right. Um, number four. This comes from Polygon's Owen Good. I like that name. That's a good name. Uh, Sniper Elite Five Invasion Mode releases adds PvP multiplayer to campaign. Sean. Okay. So. This. Yeah, I liked. Uh, you know, they released a uh, Sniper Elite Four for PlayStation Plus, and I played through it. I enjoyed it, so I may pick this up when it comes out. They have added a feature that is similar to Deathloop in that you will be playing through your main campaign but somebody can drop in and basically trying to counter snipe they'll be on the opposition you know they'll be on the opposing side trying to uh, end your current run on the campaign or at least make you start over I'm not sure how long you know they haven't given full details on the feature itself mm-hmm. but uh, yeah it, it's something similar to Deathloop in which you know a person could just drop in and mess with your game Mess with your progress. Yeah, so okay, because you you've played you played a lot of Sniper Elite, right? Four, I believe, right or five? Uh, yeah, that and um, it's the same company that makes Zombie Zombie Wars, whatever the hell we played. Zombie Army thing. Yeah, there you go, Zombie Army Four. That's the game where you shoot niggas balls off, right? Yes, that <laughs> yes, one, yes. right there. <laughs> now we all remember. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um. So yeah, like in Sniper Elite, like how much health? does your like character have like i mean it's your typical call of duty campaign type shit so i mean you can get hit a couple times before you die it's just that their main thing is that it's a fictional quote-unquote world war ii setting or what have you and uh i don't know what you want to call them the the slow-mo zoom shots where it follows the sniper's bullets and it does like x-ray shots kind of similar to mortal Kombat when you shoot people I call it ball time. <laughs> I guess my question is, does the person who invades your game, do they have to snipe you once? Or is it like they snipe you once, but then they have to hit you again to actually kill you? Because if they just have to snipe you once, that might that might be a little nah, bit. No, it's, it's more than likely they, you, you have normal health. It's kind of like okay. a Call of Duty multiplayer shit. But you yeah. won't know where they're at. But I think they'll always be able to pinpoint you or some shit. I don't know. I see. I see. Interesting. Are you, well, are you excited about this? Would you play this mode? I'm going to pick it up when it comes out. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, let's get to the next one, which is number five. This comes from Game Informer's Wesley El Blanc. Sure. All right. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is working on a video game movie and will be announced this year. 
So this is actually a quote from DJ, a.k.a. The Rock, because apparently people know him as DJ. I've been watching Titan games. They prefer to this dude as DJ. I'm like, since when? He's always been The Rock. Like, why is this a thing now? How dare they? I'm DJ. You can't. There can't be two DJs. And I don't care who the fuck The Rock is. OK, I'm there no can only be one and it's not going to be you. Continue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It definitely ain't gonna be you. <laughs> I will guy. arm wrestle that. DJ, man, okay? all you have is nice abs, man. You can't compete with The Rock. I'm sorry. I don't even know if you hey, got those no more. I have, I have the BBDB. All right, with that power, I can arm wrestle any man. Because he's can. not a man. He's a rock. Um, continue. <laughs> you don't even have the height advantage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty tiny compared to The Rock. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, the Rock says. The Rock says he's gonna take your little CD, dust it off, turn it sideways, and stick it straight up your candy ass. This is a quote from him. I uh, can't the Rock tell says. you which game. <laughs> I can't tell you which game in particular we're doing, but there will be an announcement this year. We're gonna bring one of the biggest, most baddest games to the screen. Uh, one that I've played for years. So uh, it's Pong. Wow. When the oh. hell does he have time to play games? Oh. I mean, by that logic, only the most popular sort of like uh, non-hardcore, hard, I don't want to say it's not hard. I'm saying it's, he's talking about Call of Duty. Sean, it's, it's all about drive. It's all about power. We stay hungry. We devour. <laughs> the, the, the streets are talking about Call of Duty, so I'm just going to make that assumption. Yeah, I've, I've, heard, I've heard either Call of Duty or like the obvious is Fortnite because he was last in Fortnite. Or Dig Dug. But it is a thing of like, he's saying that he's been playing it for years, which is like, what has The Rock been playing for years other than barbells at the gym? Himself. (laughs) (laughs) Candy Crush, maybe. (laughs) On his way to the plane, you know. Is he going to be in the new season of Sex Education? (laughs) Wouldn't it be hilarious if the game that he was talking about was Sekiro? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) If The Rock was in Sekiro. Below key, super racist. Oh, he's a you know what? I got it. I got it. What do you think it is? It's gonna be in Shenmue. It's perfect. Perfect. You know, I was gonna say I'd pay money to see him in Sekiro, but I'll definitely pay money to see him in Shenmue. <laughs> I will be there day one with bells on. <laughs> Oh my god. Shinmu oh, is a he... movie where even if it's bad, it'll be accurate to the actual game. But he, hey, man. he has to be the black guy though. Oh, you mean the Jamaican? Yeah, like the oh, main character. Yeah. How dare they? Is that guy Jamaican? <laughs> the main character of Shinmu is black. What are you talking about? Mm-mm-mm. You're lying. Is this You're like lying. an Ichigo kind of thing? Surrounded by morons. <laughs> that boy with the spiky hair is not black. Shinmu is a certified hood classic. I don't know what you're talking about. Can't wait to see All the right, rock driving forklifts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number six. This comes from The Verge from Ash Parrish. Mm-hmm. Par- Parish? Okay. Uh, Hyperscape. Ubisoft Battle Royale is shutting down. All right, number seven. Uh-huh. This comes from Video <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I guess 
pour one out for a hyperscape if you've downloaded that game if you still play that game i will pour out nothing <laughs> I call this the day it came out off the I first think we all game did. I played and Jordan was like no it's fine it's a fine game <laughs> that's the problem Jordan that's the problem <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it State has launched. nothing that special that's not necessarily true it was in regards to all the battle royales I've played it was an arena shooter like it was the only one that was an arena shooter. Oh, okay, okay. I see what she's saying. Okay. Yeah. Hyperscape launched on August 11, 2020 and quickly fell off despite rocketing to the top of the Twitch charts with a coordinated marketing scheme involving Twitch streamers and YouTube personalities. The game could not hold its appeal past day one. Eventually, Ubisoft resorted yes. to offering $10 Ubisoft store coupons just to get people to play the free-to-play game. <laughs> Ubisoft was like, I suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> He's him. Get away from play me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. Well, I mean, you know, hopefully Ubisoft will take a, a lesson and not just chase a uh, a trend and actually try to be there before the trend actually well, arrives. I don't know. Actually, you know what? Real quick, this is gonna be a little rant. Um as you've probably noticed, dear uh, podcast listener and, and YouTube video watcher, um, I haven't really had Riders Republic on my uh, what I've been playing for a couple of weeks now. Because he's ashamed of it. No, that game has been, there's been a lot of bugs, a lot of bugs happening. And it's just like, what's going on? Why, why is this stuff not getting fixed? Like for the past two and a half weeks or so, I've been playing the game. Every time I load in my character, my character has Batman fins coming out of their elbows. And it's just like, what is this? This is not my skin. Is what is feature. happening here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like it's, it's uh, I don't know. Um, there's that. All right. Number seven. This comes from Video Game Chronicles Andy Robinson. Uh, retailers reportedly puts warning notice on PS5 saying Microsoft has bought Activision. So a Belgian retailer has allegedly been spotted putting a warning on its PlayStation 5 section telling potential customers that they may want to reconsider their purchases due to Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard. I wonder if this is a rogue employee. No, it's, it's, I think it's a small independent game store and not like a GameStop or something. Uh, I know, I know, yeah, I like, I know there's like one game store where like the people who work there put up reviews for all the games, like there'll be a review for the game and it's like the most insanely, it's not like a, I work for IGN, it's I'm Johnny Q Public, game's got fucking chainsaw, rat as hell, five stars, and they put that right in front of the game and then the game's right behind it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's, that's kind of cool. It is. I'm not. I'm not against that. That's actually kind it's, of fun. But it's only the only something you can really do at like a non at a mom and grop shop, and not a actual right, right. like corporate group. Right. Mm-hmm. Not where your manager will yell at you because you are messing up the uh, GameStop pass fast pass stuff that they got going on because you want to put your own little feeling. Anyway, number eight. This comes from. Oh, oh, you know what? Okay, this comes from Bloomberg's Jason Schreier. I'm not. I'm not sure if. Is that guy new? I'm not sure if I've ever heard of that guy. Jason Schreier? Schreier. He's on the come up. Oh, okay. 
cool. Good for him. You know, I hope he succeeds. Uh, will PlayStation lose Call of Duty? Question mark. Three more Call of Duty games to stay on PS4 and PS5. So the answer to that first question is no. Apparently, um, PlayStation will be getting a couple of games of Call of Duty into 2023. We'll get Call um, of Duty San Andreas, Call of Duty Vice City, and... <laughs> you know what? That kind of flows pretty nicely, though. <laughs> I wonder what the uh, contractual penalty would be if they did not release them shits on PlayStation. Death. I think I'm seriously. I mean, seriously. Based based on our conversation, I would mm. think it'd be Microsoft forking over a lot of money, which I don't think they really can. Aff- no, they can't. They can't afford to. But I don't think it's fiscally responsible to give up. And then two, they'd be giving up a shit ton of revenue. Mm. That from and the uh, just, um, uh, what microtransactions? And all just, that. Yeah, for sales. Mm. Yeah, because like it's people are going to still buy or want to buy stuff on PlayStation because PlayStation is, has that PlayStation still has the mind share essentially. Um, yeah. yeah. Like it, it, this, this is one of those things where when Sony was speaking to Microsoft publicly, but you know, we hope that you guys, you know, stay commitment to our previous contractual obligations or whatever. Like yeah. this is what that is. So yeah. this is just a response. This is a clarification. This is a clarification. Yes. Yeah. 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 After it's a clarification from a third party. After Microsoft was very non-committal about what was going to be the future of Call of Duty, because Phil Spencer's uh, soundbite about it was very—you could read this any way you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right, uh, number nine. This comes from Polygon's Nicole Carpenter. That's a cool name. Uh, Activision Blizzard won't recognize Raven Software QA Worker Union. Yeah, this is this is some crap. So essentially, the group, the this QA uh, union, they've named themselves Games Workers Alliance, uh, is the first group of workers to form a unit under Activision Blizzard. Workers are asking the company to voluntarily recognize the union, which no. has the support <laughs> of the supermajority of Raven QA workers at seventy eight percent. Um, and essentially, as as the title says, Activision won't recognize this union. I wonder how so, many people they have. You know, uh, when they say seventy eight percent of the eligible workers, uh, how many people are? Yeah, how much is that? Security? Yeah. Well, I think the group, the union, is about thirty people, which has the support of a supermajority of Raven Software QA workers. I guess they that's probably got mean. about forty people as QA people in. Roughly, I guess, 40 to 45. yeah. But then, um, what's not recorded here is that Activision took well, Activision did a thing of splitting up the QA workers into different, um, different teams in the studios as a way of absorbing the QA workers to help them be closer to the people that they're actually doing work for, which on the face of it is good because. I would just talk from my experience. Like when I was doing QA, it was a thing of like, I wish I could just tell the developers like, Hey, look, this is broken here. If you just fix this one thing, this will be fine. But then the way that the actual structure is, is that you find the bug, you, you, you put this on a spreadsheet, the spreadsheet's put into a database. And then that database has a letter um, assigned to that bug indicating how important the security it is. Of the bug. Yeah. And then like oftentimes C level bugs are never dealt with or never, solved until like day one day two patch kind of stuff so 
it is cool that you know they have the people embedded it's just that the timing of it is really really bad because it's just like oh so you definitely separated this union and then you're going to be all like we did this for the benefit of the same people that we separated it's like <laughs> Did they try to hurry up and form while all this buyout talk was going on? Well, well, this is the interesting thing I have about the entire buy, uh, union thing because, like, this is Microsoft's uh, put up or shut up moment when it comes to this union. Because the minute it gets made and then they become yep. a Microsoft entity, that's Microsoft recognizing a union, which means any one of their studios now has the bullet to say, "Hey, we want a union." And there's no yep. shot in hell a major tech company wants to have unions growing within them. Yep. Yeah, like that. That's a like, that's a yeah. phenomenal point. Yeah, like because like everything about the language of the buyouts and how they reacted is like, oh, we we're going to deal with all the problems. Like, good, but does that mean you're going to deal with these? Like, deal with the demands, or are you just going to placate the staff so that they don't complain? Right. If that if that makes sense, right. it's, it's interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm also definitely interested to see what Microsoft does on the way to confirming this deal. Like, because as far as I know, they've been very quiet in terms of responding or giving some kind of commentary to the whole the whole Raven software. They, they, they haven't talked. Anything. They haven't said anything about any of yeah. the acts. They've, they've only said in vague terms, we're going to fix the culture of Activation Blizzard in our stuff. But they didn't necessarily say how they're going to do it. And are they going to be rendering aid in the current uh, state of activism blizzard. Right, right. They're going to uh, put them outside and give them all spoons. Whoever comes in first, you get to stay. Everyone else, you get to die. Okay. Union. That's what a union is, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, the last thing in our quick hits comes from Video Game Chronicles from Matt Scullin? 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 All right, cool. Um, hey, everyone, it, it turns out we don't get it. We as video game players don't get how cool NFTs are, says Ubisoft's executive. So he's their executive specifically about NFTs. Yes, of course. And no one else should be speaking on it except for the executive NFTs. Well, he needs to be the executive going outside and touching some grass. <laughs> 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 all right so uh this is the quote from the same executive uh but what we at ubisoft are seeing first is the end game the end game is about giving players the opportunity to resell their items once they're finished with them or they finish playing the game itself so it's really for them it's really beneficial but they don't get it for now they just don't. So, are they saying like these items you have to buy first, or can you earn them? No, because I don't no, understand. From what I've known about Ubisoft's uh, NFT program, is that like you earn the items through a very long and protracted amount of playtime, and then you can then resell them on their Ubisoft Quartz store. Mm. Sure, man. Yeah, I think like in in like just the way Ubisoft makes games. In practice, like an NFT program where you could buy an item from one game and then that item is guaranteed to transfer to another game makes sense. Just the way they make games, but nothing that they're communicating about how this program is working makes any sense. 
Oh, by the way, the uh, this this executive, his name is Nicholas Pudor. Pouard. I don't know. Pouard. Okay, he's French. I'm assuming he's French. The only NFTs I care about are naked, fat titties. <laughs> I had another acronym, but, you know, we're a family-friendly show. I just said naked, fat titties. And, uh, I was going to say something worse. <laughs> oh, my you God. Just get it. You just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so this is... This is <laughs> yeah, this is very much a, an executive trying to justify their job. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I totally see that. But like at the same time, it it is one of those things. Where it's like, okay, obviously, obviously, my guy, like you're saying whatever you need to say to like keep that money flowing to you. Meanwhile, everyone else is just like, no, we're not doing NFTs. We're we're done with this. Stop talking about this. And I don't know. I don't know. I just. I wish this would just be done. All right. Uh, that has been the quick hits. And before we get into what we have been playing, we have a word from our sponsors. Press X. To start. Podcast. Is a sponsor. Do the thing, Mark. <laughs> Hey fam, have you been enjoying this episode of Press X to Start? Want to make sure you keep getting the best laughs, latest news, and most fire takes? Then we're going to need your help. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our show. Then tell three people about the podcast. Could be friends, strangers, loved ones, or hated ones. Every little bit counts. And after you're done with that, please follow us on Facebook at Press X Number Two Start, Instagram at Press X Number Two Start, Twitter at Press X Two S, and YouTube at Press X Two Start TV. And if you're done with all this, well done. Many thanks. You're one of the good ones. And we are back. Now it is time for us to talk about the games we have been playing, a.k.a. what we've been playing. All right, uh, Sean, since you have not been here for a few of the casts, what you've been playing? I've been playing with these. Now, um, uh, at the behest of one of our uh, listeners, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they suggested <laughs> they suggested Hollow Knight and Kona. I actually did play Kona um, because mm. Google gave it away free on the Stadia. I just did not finish mm, okay. it, but it seemed interesting enough. Um, I had such a backlog of games to play on the Stadia. I may get back into it at some point, but uh, we got some okay. heavy hitters coming out this year, so I don't know when I'm gonna get back to it. I did not get far in Kona. Um, I have been playing Hollow Knight again. I played it first on the Switch, but I tried playing it in the handheld mode. And uh, Hollow Knight, you know, it needs a, a full size controller. Yeah, a BBC <laughs> big body <laughs> controller. Um, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but uh, no, no, no. But seriously, that's gonna be the name of this episode, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the way I play games, I kind of brute force things, and that mm -hmm. did not work to my advantage in Hollow Knight because when I was playing it on the Switch, I got to a point, I want to say, 
I feel like I got to like the city. I got to the city of tears. Yeah. Okay. That's where I'm at right now. Before I was fully equipped to be in the city of tears, so I did not have like all the player upgrades, you know, that you needed. So I don't think I had wall jumping or something. Jumping. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have something, and I was just pretty much stuck there. Mm Hmm. I think I just had like the dash, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, well, whatever, man. I, you know, that, I, I kind of put literally, it down. That literally was me. Like, I got to the City of Tears with just the dash. And I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. <laughs> like, I'm going to send you a guide. Um, yeah. No, actually, I actually been looking at a guide to figure out, like, at that time, because I was just like, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do now. Like, I literally pulled up a guide and was like, all right, where I'm supposed to go. And then I, that's where I saw I was supposed to go, like, a different direction. Okay, so, so yeah. at this point, my second playthrough around... I felt like I wanted to platinum the game. Um, I have all the upgrades. So I have a full nail upgrade. I have all masks, but one shard. I have all, you know, soul, but one shard. I have all the charms, except for the king soul, I believe it's called. I only have like half of that. Um, I just did the flower run where you have to bring it from one side of the uh, map all the way to the other side without getting hit. Oh, interesting. It's a lot. It's it's a very... uh, What's the word I want to use? They put a lot of TLC into this game, and it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's surprising it's how much it's really deep DLC. Um, I, I'm wondering if I want to touch the game again when Silk Song comes out, if it ever comes out. Hopefully, it's not right. this uh, generation's uh, Duke Nukem forever. <laughs> but uh, I, I I think I'm burnt out on this game though because uh, for y'all who are on my uh, friends list, I have been playing nothing but this. Yeah, for the past, you've been uh, mainlining that game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I even want to finish it at this point. I might be burnt out on it. Yeah, like, um, I, I, like real, real quick, though, before you jump to the next game, uh-huh. I totally forgot, like, a Hollow Knight story that I had where mm-hmm. it, it's really quick. Like, I was playing the game. I am still, like, in the City of Tears area-ish, mm-hmm. but um, I'm, like, I guess I'm north of that, and... I got the wall jump from you get the wall jump from the Mantis tribe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The uh, Mantis claw. Yeah. 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 man. Right. Right. So I got that and I was going back and I ended up going up. I can't even describe where where it is, but I ended up fighting a floaty thing that shoots like pinkish red orbs at you. Is it a ghost that? and he teleports from side yeah, to side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that thing just bodied me. And I was just like, oh, all right. So I had to go back to the, the nearest rest point and like go back up to it. And when I went back up to it, it bodied me again. I was just like, oh my God. Like what was <laughs> getting lost. me was <laughs> <laughs> what what got me was the um the delay that mm-hmm. it fires. Like I just couldn't time it properly enough to like you got to be weirdly aggressive with some enemies. I don't know. The game yeah. is really strange. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't have any tools to counter the shots. So there was a couple of places where I was just like kind of trapped and I was like, oh, I'm just going to take the hit. And it killed me. I was like, okay, whatever. So and I just, this I just, is a prime example of why I always add all the games that are on PlayStation Plus to my library. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I hadn't played it again, you know, since God knows when, but the reader uh, suggested it. Like, oh, I think I have that. That's true. Yeah, I had it on mine too. Like, I, so. I definitely didn't buy this game, so I had it on PS Plus. Secondly, um, I don't know if Avery talked about this last time, but when me, him, and Marcus played uh, Apex Legends, but I 
did the last minute grind to max out my battle pass. Got a couple wins past couple days. I'm just waiting for the new season to start. Um, I don't know. I've just been playing Apex, a little bit of Among Us. I'll jump in and play with y'all when the new season starts. Or you could play now and get some practice in. Tell them. I've been playing. (laughs) We want you in proficient as Apex as you are in Overwatch. Not that that's saying anything, but some joke. (laughs) (laughs) That is never going to (laughs) happen. I can get by without killing people in Overwatch. I just got to keep people alive. (laughs) If those Bloodhound scans are on point, me and Sean should be able to kill anyone. (laughs) All right, Avery, what you been playing? Uh, Yeah, uh, beyond just playing Apex like I normally do. uh, As I said, I was playing Far Cry 6. How are you liking it? Okay, so... My, uh, I'll just repeat what I said last episode. My initial feelings in that game still are apt. I still, that game is too goddamn big, and mm-hmm. it's uh, kind of a slog to get through the game. I, I'm very much a person that if I fast travel everywhere, then your open world sucks. Yeah. Oh, that's like, it's, it's entirely too big. Yeah, like it, yeah. like they put a lot in the open world to find and explore yeah. and investigate. But like if my first instinct is my objective is here, cool. I'm a skydive from the yep. closest place directly on top of the objective, so I don't have to do anything else. I'm like, and you know what I did? If I couldn't skydive, I hopped in a helicopter or a plane and flew there as close as I could until they were about to shoot me out the sky, and then I skydived the rest of the way. <laughs> that being said, uh, I am one act done with the game. Like, all I have to do is the main uh, Esperanza arc with that game because I've recruited the three three organizations under Libertad. Uh, mm. Those are some very interesting stories, mm-hmm. all of them, in regards to, like, how they all play out and what type of groups they take on. I finally understand what Sean was talking about ages ago when you were talking about uh, it touching on interesting subjects about slavery and stuff like yeah. that. And that was like, a good speech, wasn't it? Yeah, very, yeah it's a very good speech. And, like, <laughs> I, I think it's very interesting... And I'm just going to uh, out this section because I think it's a really interesting thing that's not really talked about in this game is that like one of the people you recruit who's the main character is trans and it's not something that's brought up until like it becomes a narrative plot point for that character because Paolo it's uh, the one of the members of uh, uh, I forgot the rock band the rap people. group yeah the rap group there we go wait the, Paolo yeah Paolo is a trans male continue talking Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's one of the things he points out. The thing about why he didn't want to give a shit about the revolution, and all that was that like he's trans in Yara, and like even when they win, he's still going to be fighting for more shit going further. So it's not like he's getting anything out of the revolution. And I think it's very interesting. Uh, I have gotten all the resolvers and all the backpacks, and. Uh, I don't know why anyone would play this game without the uh, the final secret backpack. It is so broken. The ability to literally wall hack and then wall bang through any surface is insane. I, I, I can literally go up to a compound, trigger uh, the, uh, the Supremo, and I'll just get wall hacks on everyone in my area, and I just point my gun and I can shoot them through walls. And it's just like, the game hasn't gotten to the point where I'm just annoyed by combat. But it's getting to the point where I'm like, I need this, I need this to wrap yeah. up. Because I've been doing uh, it a lot. Yeah. But yeah, wow. uh, I should have Far Cry Fix finished by either tonight or tomorrow. Uh, and then 
I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Maybe there's an Apex Legends waiting room until Sifu. Mm-hmm. Sifu. That must be obtuse as fuck because I did not realize Paolo is a trans. That's some good surgery, man. <laughs> yeah, Sean, you are obtuse as fuck. <laughs> let's, let's, let's move on. Speaking of obtuse, Marcus, what you been playing? <laughs> no, fuck that me. <laughs> I have no idea. I tried to transition and it, it didn't work. Didn't Your work, mama, no. but <laughs> hey, yo, mom. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I haven't really been playing anything new either. I played a little bit of Apex at the beginning of the week with Avery. Um, played Overwatch because it's Overwatch and that is my tried and true. And then uh, I'm about to beat Last of Us 2 again. And okay. Are you trying to platinum it? Uh, you know, I was going to try and platinum it, but I'm just here for the story, man. I love this game. But, you know, it's I just wanted to revisit the story. And then also my roommate has she's seen Last of Us 1 get played through. And I was just like, watch this because it's going to. Um, and outside of that, the only thing I want to shout out is I just started watching uh, The Legend of Vox Machina. And oh, is that good? Yes. Okay. The show was good. great. And for those that, that don't know, Amazon uh, it's Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay. Is it, is it like you have to pay if you have Amazon Prime or is it just free on Amazon Prime? No, it's, it's free. If you, if you have Amazon if you have Prime, Prime, you have Prime Video. Yeah. All right, cool. They're not like Disney right. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Not like um, Netflix. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, like the first three episodes are out um, Mm -hmm. and it's basically if you don't know what Critical Role is, Critical Role is a the biggest uh, D&D long form media. They're also the biggest property on Twitch. During the Twitch League, they were number one on it. And what they basically do is they take characters from their long running campaign and they just made a completely original animated show based around those characters and their campaign and it's freaking great to, uh, really to, funny but surprisingly heartfelt yeah to further elaborate critical role is started by a bunch of voice actors specifically a bunch of video game voice actors and big name video game voice actors like uh sir ellie and abby from the last of us Two. Oh yeah uh ashley johnson and laura bailey yeah. um and travis laura bailey's husband Tra- travis willingham Travis Willingham. AKA yeah. half the cast of Marvel's Avengers. Yes, actually, though. <laughs> actually, though. Um, but yeah, okay. just that's, that's all I got to say. Just check it out. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And yeah, I don't feel bad up. bringing it up because it is sort of video game related, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I actually saw a, um, I think that was on TikTok I was on. And I saw like a little snippet of it. And like, it was a... It was a split where it was the actual animation and then it was like a group of the voice actors just doing the the voices and it's like I guess real time and it's like this looks this looks yeah. really cool. Like I yeah. Yeah, so I would highly recommend it. Yeah, the I, I am a critical role fan. My only issue with critical role is that critical role is an actual D D long form playthrough. Like they're not mm-hmm. trying to make this to be consumable. Like this is like how they would have played without a camera. The camera is just here. As a direct result, yeah. every every episode of their their show is like four and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. Oh, it but is it, it, super dense and hard to get. It's to very that. dense, but okay. hey, it's working for him. Yeah, that's that's cool though. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Well, this has been another episode of Press X Star Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoy making it. Don't forget to write and review some of your favorite podcasting apps because every little bit of that counts and it helps us. Um, you know, make sure you you don't miss any of our content. You can just go to our website at pressx2start.com. Um, you can check out our fantasy leagues where Mr. Sean here is is number one right now. You can go to pressx2start.com slash league, and that will take you, that will actually take you to our 2021 league. But if you go to the top left and you switch to 2022, it'll take you to what is happening currently. I'm actually going to switch that very soon. But yeah, it's all good. It's all fun. And uh, good, good job, Sean. He's making the moves. Um, we'll see how long that lasts, though. We'll see how long that lasts because, uh, you know, heavy hitters is a thing that we do. Shout out to all my haters that doubted me. <laughs> you're With just that lucky music. that uh you were able to get god of war off that's all i'm saying <laughs> yeah Fair. that would have nullified everything he had for the entire year how do you get negative 50 points what the hell Terrible. all right you you uh you be safe you take care and you have a great day slash night, whatever your time zone is. And remember, wash them hands and wear that mask. Wash your ass. Hopefully we gain more listeners than we lost to the pandemic. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. My heart is breaking. Well, actually... <laughs> What you got to say, Donald? I, I was gonna say, well, actually, if they passed, they they didn't unsubscribe, so they're still. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh oh lord! Oh my god! The good one, I like that. <laughs> I mean, it sounds you're very astute. You're you're he, he, you're, not you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Hey hey hey! You can put you out of pocket credits. <laughs> yeah, he's not really out of pocket he's just showing absolutely no empathy <laughs> gotta get the oh, numbers out cargo pants on and you'd still be out of pocket we got rookie numbers gotta pump them numbers up oh my gosh <laughs>